Today is September the 18th. Today we see that it all starts with God. Reading through the Bible in a year today, I'd like you to read from the book of Ezekiel, the first three chapters. Now, Ezekiel is a priest. Uh, he has been taken captive to Babylon in that first wave of captivity. And uh, his first real encounter with God happens in Babylon. And uh, he has a vision of God. Now, the first 24 chapters of the book of Ezekiel deal with uh, prophecies against Judah and Jerusalem. It comes at the very end of Judah's time in Israel. Uh, during Ezekiel's prophecies, Judah is actually um, uh, fully exiled into Babylon. Uh, Jerusalem is eventually destroyed. The temple also is eventually destroyed. This doesn't take place until uh, about a third of the way through the book of Ezekiel. Um, chapters 25 to 32 are prophecies against the neighboring nations. And then chapters 33 to 48, uh, we have the restoration of Israel. The first three chapters are uh, chapters of Ezekiel's call, and that call specifically, as the Lord says in chapter 2, verse 3, Son of man, I'm sending you to the nation of Israel, a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. Then their ancestors have been rebelling against me to this very day. Ezekiel's call is to speak to Israel. Today, Enjoy as you read the first three chapters of the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel 1 through 3, New Living Translation, Ezekiel 1. On July 31st of my 13th year, while I was with the Judean exiles beside the Kibar River of Babylon, the heavens were opened up and I saw a vision of God. This happened during the 15th year of King Jehoiachin's captivity. The Lord gave this message to Ezekiel, son of Buzai, a priest, beside the Kibar River in the land of the Babylonians, and he felt the hand of the Lord take a hold of him. As I looked, I saw a great storm coming from the north, driving before it a huge cloud that flashed with lightning and shone with brilliant light. There was a fire inside the cloud, and in the middle of the fire glowed something like a gleaming amber. From the center of the cloud came four living beings that looked human, except that each had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, and their feet had hooves like those of a calf, and shone like burnished bronze. Under each of their four wings I could see human hands, so each of the four beings had four faces and four wings. The wings of each living being touched the wings of the beings beside it. Each one moved straight forward in any direction without turning around. Each had a human face in the front, the face of a lion on the right side, the face of an ox on the left side, and the face of an eagle on the back. 
Each had two pairs of outstretched wings. One pair stretched out to touch the wings of the living beings on either side of it, and the other pair covered its body. They went in whatever direction the spirit chose, and they moved straight forward in any direction without turning around. The living beings looked like bright coals of fire or brilliant torches, and lightning seemed to flash back and forth among them, and the living beings darted to and fro like flashes of lightning. As I looked at these beings, I saw four wheels touching the ground beside them, one wheel belonging to each. The wheels sparkled as if made of barrel. All four wheels looked alike and were made the same. Each wheel had a second wheel turning crosswise within it. The beings could move in any of the four directions they faced without turning as they moved. The rims of the four wheels were tall and frightening, and they were covered with eyes all around. The living beings moved, and the wheels moved with them. When they flew upward, the wheels went up too. The spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. So wherever the spirit went, the wheels and the living beings also went. When the beings moved, the wheels moved, and when the beings stopped, the wheels stopped. When the beings flew upward, the wheels rose up, for the spirit of the living being was in the wheels. Spread out above them was a surface like the sky, glittering like crystal. Beneath this surface, the wings of each living being stretched out and touched the other wings, and each had two wings covering its body. As they flew, the wings sounded to me like waves crashing against the shore, and like the voice of the Almighty, or like the shouting of a mighty army. When they stopped, they let down their wings. As they stood with their wings lowered, a voice spoke from beyond the crystal surface above them. Above this surface was something that looked like a throne made of lapis lazuli, and on this throne high above was a figure whose appearance resembled a man. From what appeared to be his waist up, he looked like gleaming amber, flickering like a fire, and from his waist down he looked like a burning flame, shining with splendor. All around him was a glowing halo, like a rainbow shining in the clouds on a rainy day. This is what the glory of the Lord looked like to me. When I saw it, I fell face down on the ground, and I heard someone's voice speaking to me. Ezekiel 2 Stand up, son of man, said the voice. I want to speak with you. The Spirit came into me as he spoke, and he set me on my feet. I listened carefully to his words. Son of man, he said, I am sending you to the nation of Israel, a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have been rebelling against me to this very day. They are a stubborn, hard-hearted people, but I am sending you to say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. And whether they listen or refuse to listen, for remember, they are rebels. At least they will know that they have had a prophet among them. Son of man, do not fear them or their words. Don't be afraid, even though their threats surround you like nettles and briars and stinging scorpions. Do not be dismayed by their dark scowls, even though they are rebels. You must give them my message, whether they listen or not. But they won't listen, for they are completely rebellious. Son of man, listen to what I say to you. Do not join them in their rebellion. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Then I looked and saw a hand reaching out to me, and it held a scroll, which he unrolled. And I saw that both sides were covered with funeral songs, words of sorrow and pronouncements of doom.
Ezekiel 3. The voice said to me, Son of man, eat what I am giving you, eat the scroll, then go and give its message to the people of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he fed me the scroll. Fill your stomach with this, he said, and when I ate it, it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. Then he said, Son of man, go to the people of Israel and give them my message. I am not sending you to a foreign people whose language you cannot understand. No, I am not sending you to a people with strange and difficult speech. If I did, they would listen. But the people of Israel won't listen to you any more than they listen to me. For the whole lot of them are hard-hearted and stubborn. But look, I have made you as obstinate and hard-hearted as they are. I have made your forehead as hard as the hardest rock. So don't be afraid of them, or fear their angry looks, even though they are rebels. Then he added, Son of man, let all my words sink deep into your own heart first. Listen to them carefully for yourself. Then go to your people in exile and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Do this whether they listen to you or not. Then the Spirit lifted me up, and I heard a loud rumbling sound beside me. May the glory of the Lord be praised in his place. It was the sound of the wings of the living beings as they brushed against each other, and the rumbling of their wheels beneath them. The Spirit lifted me up and took me away. I went in bitterness and turmoil, but the Lord's hold on me was strong. Then I came to the colony of the Judean exiles in Tel Abib, beside the Kibar River. I was overwhelmed and sat among them for seven days. After seven days, the Lord gave me a message. He said, Son of man, I have appointed you as a watchman of Israel. Whenever you receive a message from me, warn people immediately. If I warn the wicked, saying you are under a penalty of death, but you fail to deliver the warning, they will die in their sins, and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. If you warn them and they refuse to repent and keep on sinning, they will die in their sins." but you will have saved yourself because you obeyed me. If righteous people turn away from their righteous behavior and ignore the obstacles I put in their way, they will die. And if you do not warn them, they will die in their sins. None of their righteous acts will be remembered, and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. But if you warn righteous people not to sin and they listen to you and do not sin, they will live, and you will have saved yourself too." Then the Lord took hold of me and said, Get up and go out into the valley, and I will speak to you there. So I got up and went, and there I saw the glory of the Lord, just as I had seen in my first vision by the Kibar River, and I fell face down on the ground. Then the Spirit came into me and set me on my feet. He spoke to me and said, Go to your house and shut yourself in. There, son of man, you will be tied with ropes so you cannot go out among the people, and I will make your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth, so that you will be speechless and unable to rebuke them, for they are rebels. But when I give you a message, I will loosen your tongue and let you speak. Then you will say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Those who chose to listen will listen, but those who refuse will refuse, for they are rebels. Scripture reading by Amir Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see the siege of Jerusalem.